Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Chapter 1. Wayfair welcomes you to the neighborhood. Our hero, Titus Burgess, ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the neighborhood," she said, where Wayfair helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trendsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus, hmm? you're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love Chapter 2. Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home. Okay, morning, let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Do it, just do it. Yo, do it. Oh my God, what is that from? Do it. Just do it. I'm going to let you figure it out while we do the warning and tell people this is for adults, not kids. It's about kids. What movie? Come on. Do it. Why? I just keep saying it like it's going to come. Do it. Just do it. it. Just do it. Do it. I don't know. I don't know. Please just tell me. Come on, help me. Just do it. Do it. Ben Stiller. Wait, 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 wait. It's, it's, um, what's his name? I see it. Ben Stiller is saying it in Zoolander. Oh no, it's in the um, he's got the 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 black and white b- wig, and that's like his Starsky persona. Starsky and Hutch. Like, yeah, that. Sorry. Starsky and Hutch. All right. All right. Hey, a podcast that I promise you will love, but just again uncensored. We get a little raw, not for the kids. So uh, you've been warned. It's gonna be fun. What's your name? Who am I? I, I hit, I leaned on our roadster. So whatever sound effects we have, let's see. Says who? Wayne. <laughs> Is that an audio wall? Yeah. <laughs> I want that again. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> oh, dude, I have, I mean, I'm not even, it's not that I'm like late to the game. It's been in my head since I saw it like, a couple months ago, I have, we don't talk about Bruno in my head, bad. Just the seven foot frame, rats along his back. Just that part, keep saying it I think everyone over. has their own part they keep singing. Mine Drive is- me crazy. It was all wedding day. <laughs> wedding day. I know we talked about this because Sarah did the most amazing, like split uh, boy girl version of that. No, um, I but got it's, it's so many, me. so many things to talk to you about this week I on know. this fun little podcast. Have kids, they said, first of all, I got to ask you this. We are both parents, not with kids together, but we're both parents. (laughs) How do you feel about changing a kid's name once you've named the kid? Oh, God, Kylie Jenner. I love how she writes on Instagram, by the way, his name isn't Wolf anymore. Like, it's a by the way. You change his fucking name. Like, like, that's like to each their own. If that's what she wants to do, cool. I, I don't understand. You had 10 months to come up with a name. You attempt, and I know it's a difficult process. It's really hard. I like one name. He hated one name. Like it's the back and forth of the list of names is hard. But well, let me ask you: when when Keegan and Parker, your two kids, are born, yeah, was it automatic? Like this will be Keegan. This will be yes. Parker. Or did you have like we've narrowed it down to two, and once no. we see the kid's face, no. Fuck you with the seeing the kid's face. Like I love how Kylie is like, and I'm sorry if this is you. This we just agree to disagree. Huh, it is Kylie's. Me. Kylie agreed to disagree. Kylie came out and said, it just, we're sorry. It just, it didn't fit him. Like it just didn't seem like him. What is that? They're blobs when they come out. They don't look like anything. They don't look like a name or not. I get what you're saying, but until you call an actual child that name, right? Until you call the kid that name. All right. So Ben, my son. Yes. He did not have a name for the first two years, two years, <laughs> for the first, first two days he was Yo, born. kid, I remember that. And I remember getting on the phone with you and yelling at you and Sarah and being like, what the fuck? You had all this time. Name him. You know, let me give you a fun story that I've never told you. So we were 
narrowing it down. We, we liked Emmy, right? When, when our daughter was born, right. we knew it was going to be a girl. I liked Ellie, Emma, Emmy, Ella. I, I was you like the, the E names. Yeah. I, I, I liked Abby too. Like I like cutesy, like Abby, Ellie, Emmy, like short, little yeah. to the cool. point names. Now we knew it was a girl. Mm-hmm. We knew the name. We were like Emmy. Boom. So then if you remember, we didn't have a gender reveal or anything. We had, we did it old school style. Like I found out when the nurse said, Oh, look at those shoulders, like a football player. Then I was like, <laughs> I, God, I hope it's a boy. I remember you told me that. <laughs> look at those football player shoulders. I'm like, Oh, please don't say it's a baby girl. Yeah. Shoot. You don't want a linebacker chick. Like that's just not what so, you want to have. Um, we were like, Ooh, all right. So now girl names are out of the picture. Mm-hmm. We had, we narrowed it down to Ben and Noah. Oh, I like Noah. I, as did I. And I was like, I don't You never know. were thinking maybe you would call him Wolf? Uh, no, never Wolf, well, like a Jenner. <laughs> but I know what you're saying. I looked at him and I'm like, I think he's more of a Ben. I think he's more. Of, I looked I at him like, I think he's more of a Ben. I just, I just don't understand. You know what my I determining mean, factor was? I went to go get P.F. Chang's takeout while my wife was in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. And on the, on the waiting list. Like who's waiting for a table? Yeah. On a dry erase board. As soon as I walked into P.F. Chang's, it said Ben. And you were like, that's a sign. Sign. P.F. Chang's. Oh my gosh. I remember when um, Matt went to go get you, just said P.F. Chang's right in the hospital. Like the first, you know, we all have that thing that you want to eat the second you get out. One thing I wanted was like Jewish deli. Like I wanted like corned beef, like a corned beef sandwich. I wanted something crazy because you're not allowed to have that when you're pregnant. So we taken some pictures and like he went out and he comes back in with like a bottle of champagne, a bottle of whiskey, not for me. And like this whole thing of like of food and sandwiches and he busts in. And that's when I started like hemorrhaging. Cause both my kids tried to try to kill me. He walked in and they were like, um, Matt, you're going to, you're going to have to leave. And he was like, he busted in like all excited, like ready to be like, happy Is new it year. True? Is it true that Matt was holding a pastrami sandwich and he's like, she's going to live. Right. And he's like, <laughs> some pastrami sandwich. Uh, yeah. He probably did take a bite knowing him. Hold oh, on, my God. so pass me oh. the pickle. She's going to be good. Yeah. right? Oh God, a little extra on. mustard over here. Oh, oh. that sounds so good. Doesn't it? Dude, one of my favorite things in the world is just eating like a Jewish, a good Jewish deli. Don't even don't mess with me. Can I tell I you? Love, what? Not being Jewish. You are. Yeah. I got to give you and your Jewish people props on two things. Thank you. Thank you. Deli sandwiches. Mm hmm. And if you would ask me to pick any soup in the world, I'm picking so. matzo ball soup. Are you? 10 really? out of 10 times. Okay. Maybe a grilled cheese sandwich with a tomato soup. That's a nice combo. But That is a nice combo. It's very kid-like. I know, I, know. I know what I'm talking about. All right. Well, before we get into what you hate this week. Yes. I have to tell you, this week I went to a place out here in LA. It's very exclusive. Oh. And VIP. Are you Anna Delvey? It's VIP. I, I, VIP is I, always better. I thought of you because, I, you know when you witness awkwardness and you're like, oh, and then you feel awkward, like you oh. catch it. Like it's so contagious. I went to a place called the Magic Castle and it's like a, a, a dinner theater magic place. Really, it's hard mm. to get in. If you live out here in L.A., you know, you really can't get into the Magic Castle unless someone invites you. You're a member like Neil Patrick Harris used to be the president of this place. It's it's magic shows connected to a very expensive restaurant. OK. In fact, the twenty dollar old fashioned cocktail is named the NPH. <laughs> That's cool. But. If people know that if you go to this place, suit, tie, jacket, women have to wear a dress, heels, like it is, it is a dress code, like a strict dress code. This family in front of us, I'm like, yo, they brought like a teenager who's wearing sneakers. The dad doesn't have a tie. And I looked at the dress code. It's very specific, specific. And they were from France visiting and they must've got a hookup. Like, uh, I'm sorry, we can't let you in. He's like, what is the problem? <laughs> uh, sir, you need a tie. And your kids got sneakers on. Eh, what is, again, what is the problem? Yeah. He's like, sir, there's a dress code. You're going to have to leave. But we are from France. This is a once in a lifetime. Right. Oh, my <laughs> and, gosh. And they go to this guy. And I'm there with Sarah being like, oh, my God, what the So fuck? uncomfortable. But wait, were you in Vegas with us when this happened to Ryan, our friend Ryan, who's on the mashup with me on Hits One? He didn't have the proper pants. And they went in the back and gave him a pair of pants. They had clothes for people who were not following the dress code. Oh, that's hilarious. I mean, they told this guy, this is the outcome. And I'm dying laughing inside, but I can't laugh. Holy mother nugget. Sorry. Um, Holy mother nugget. I, I, I'm leaning against buttons here stop i i gotta be honest with you i couldn't hold in my laughter when they go well sir here's your only option 
One block away, there's a Marshalls. Uh, go get yourself a pair of shoes and a tie, and we'll give you an hour later reservation. And I'm looking, I'm like, oh my God, how awkward. And he's like, I guess I would go then. Oh, so awkward. You love awkward burger moments. No, no, no. It's guilt burgers. I get guilt burgers when I feel guilt, guilty and you get douche chills when you feel douchey. What do you hate this week? What do you get? You started up. What's going, what's, what's going on in your head? I, it's not, I don't, I don't hate, I don't know whether I hate that he's doing this or I hate myself for causing this. But like, you know, I feel like I've got pretty cool kids. And because yeah. we, like over, you know, the past however many years we've been doing this podcast, like we don't always watch what we say. We talk to them just like this. Like we have never, there was never really a whole lot of baby talk. And with the way we speak, sometimes we're joking a lot, right? Why are you laughing at me? I'm laughing because I'm picturing you and your kids. And all I could think of is your maniac husband rooting on North Carolina oh. in the NCAA tournament and your kid being forced to wear all powder blue. And he's like, yeah, daddy. <laughs> so that's a perfect example. Like I posted that when they beat um, Duke a while ago, which is a really huge thing. Yeah. And he's jumping up and down screaming because oh, they all of a sudden they turned the game around. And he was like, let's fucking do it. Let's just fucking do it. And Keegan's like, yeah. And he's actually screaming that at Keegan. That's what I'm talking about. We never really watch the way yeah. we talk. So like, you know, I, I say dude a lot and things like that, but Keegan is starting to be like really like little boyish, but like he doesn't know when to turn it on and off. So like he's in school being like, like Miss Amy will be like, all right, Keegan, I need you to do this. And I'll be like, whatever, yo. Like, don't whatever, yo, <laughs> Miss Amy, you're in kindergarten. And or like, he'll get something wrong. He'll be like, come on, dude. And he's like, duding. Um, is, like, is Keegan like a little frat bro already? Is he, is yeah. He, is, he a, is it baby bro? He goes the other day when I um I tried to get him to do something. He was annoyed. He goes, oh, come on, man. Are you serious? What? But these are all things that we say in the way that we say them, especially Matt. So it's like, I hate it. I mean, it's really cute, but I hate like the monster I've created because I can't get him to stop. I can't be like, stop saying dude. I mean, that's not like a bad word, but it's like, he's saying it in the proper way, but he sounds like a, a douchebag frat boy. Well, whatever, yo. You who you married. <laughs> I'm aware, a douchebag frat boy. You, you are, you're married to a uh, successful, charismatic <sighs> businessman who was once upon a time, you guessed it, a charismatic, womanizing, yeah. Yeah. bro-y uh-huh. track guy, probably. Speaking of womanizing, Matt hasn't worn his wedding ring in uh, since the pandemic. He says he lost it in the apartment and he can't find it. I'm like, well, we need to get a new one just so like when you're out, you're branded and people know that you're married. I lost my do. wedding ring on a business trip. Yeah. And it sounds way shadier no. than it is because no. I'm like, no, it's like I lost it on a, on a business trip. And it's like some people are like, well, why do you even take it off? I'm like, I, right. I, I take it on and off. Like I do it. It's, but it did sound shady. Like I was out of the country on a business trip and I lost my, <laughs> and wedding I lost ring. my, I mysteriously lost my wedding ring. So, um, yeah. So I don't know. It's, I mean, it's not like super hateable, but like it's, it's cute when you hear it, but then when he's saying it in, in places that it's not appropriate or to people that it's not appropriate to him to say to. Come on, dude. Like, yo, 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 you serious? Yo, the yo's and the dudes. And they're like, I'm like, Oh no. Oh, and we got a couple bros. Come on, bro. Who are you? You're five. I love it. He is the, oh. um, he's a little dude, oh. bro, in the making. He's, he's a little a, dude, bro. He, he is. Man, you know what? It's okay. Yeah, he'll get I mean, a lot of a... eye rolls, but he'll probably be popular. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. All right. What do you hate, my love? Oh, what I hate is uh, H2O. <laughs> you hate water? I hate water. And let me explain. I know we need it to live. I know we're made up of, <laughs> what's that stupid stat? Like the human body is like 90% water, some dumb shit. No, I think that's true. I don't believe that. Well, Google says it. Well, you know, you know, you've heard your whole life and I think yeah. it's untrue as well. You know how they always say you only use such a portion of your brain. Yeah, I think, I think that's, that's very also, true. No, Wait. again, I think a lie. No, we've had like Tyler Henry on the show. We had like the Long Island Medium. And they say that we all technically have the ability to to talk to the other side or be clairvoyant, but we don't. She's more like a Long Island large. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) I'm just saying like we all have the ability to tap into this gift, but we just don't because we only use a certain percentage of our brain. Shut up. Okay, you you're the type of person that believes the Long Island Medium. That sounds that 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 explains. You don't believe in ghosts. You believe Tyler Henry's not full of shit? No, no. The Long Island Medium, eh, I don't. Tyler Henry is the real mother effing deal. And I and shame on you for saying otherwise. 
The only one I respect because he's always been very nice to me personally. So John I, Edward. I, yeah. I give John Edward a free pass because he's a serious XM fan of you and I, I yeah. give, he's yeah. a good dude. So yeah. I give him a free pass, but everyone okay. else is slightly full of uh poopy. Okay. But right, I'll tell, let me tell you why I hate water, by the way. Why? My kids, I, I, listen, I guess it's better than juice or soda or, yes. or uh, any other type of soap or liquid, but they, love to play with water. They, they, I guess yep. they love the water aquatic element. My daughter always wants like, fill this up with water. I'm like, for mm. what? Loves to give her dolls a bath, loves to pour water into Play-Doh and mush paper into water. Mm. And I, I saw Neil deGrasse Tyson, which is possibly the smartest guy I've ever met. Yeah. Pro- I mean, pro- not possibly. He, he is. There's no one. There's no way you've ever met someone smarter than that in your life. A good point. He's probably the smartest you've ever met. And yeah. I, I love his message of let kids make messes and do things because that's their wonderment. That's their experimenting. That's their learning. Like when a kid splashes in puddles, they're learning what a puddle splash is. Like, don't be the parent that's a like, you know, it's almost like an OCD over the top. Dick. Don't yeah. be a dick. Yeah. So I let them play, but you know, when I tell you how many wet socks I have from being like, I'm walking through the kitchen, getting a, you know, getting a water. Step in a puddle yeah. of water. Yeah. I go in the bathroom to brush my teeth. Well, can't brush my teeth in the bathroom. You want to know why? Because there's a sudsy, like the, the sink is clogged up. It's with, a hot tub for her Barbies. It's a hot tub. And she's scrubbing down her dolls and little mermaid toys. It's, it's out of control now where I try to keep it outside. I bought one of those little, uh, it's like a kid little water station. Does that make sense? Like they could. Water uh, station. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel like that. I, I feel like I, my friend had that and she kept it in her garage. I don't have a garage. So I Somehow that finds its way in the living room. Sometimes. Of course. I, Sarah probably brought it. In. I hate water. You know what the best is? Dolls. I yeah. hate spray bottles. I yeah. hate everything that they do with water. And I get it. They're experimenting. But Emmy will, when she's done eating. When, when you don't see, she starts mixing water in her food and smushing it. And I'm like, yeah. I don't want to take away your her wonderment. wonderment, but all you're doing is being a disgusting mess. And fuck your wonderment. The okay. best is they want to make potions. I'm air quoting for everyone who's listening. They like no, to make so potions. I, I was going to say that, but I thought you'd be like, yeah, no, no, no. I'm in the potion stage right now. No, they're into the potions. And I'm like, what? And they're just like anything they could find under the sink, which I don't want them. And like, um, they ask for like food coloring and all sorts of things. And I'm like, great. And then once you do it, then what are you going to do with it? You're going to spill it everywhere. And then the last time Keegan and Parker spilled something, I come in. I mean, it was like a huge like jar of water everywhere. All of the table dribbling down onto the floor. <laughs> Keegan ran and got one tissue and goes, it's okay, mommy. I'm cleaning it up. I was like, that, that will do nothing. My mother-in-law got them actual little like beakers, like a like, like a science, like, like a little Bunsen lab coats? beaker, and it had like pink powder in it. It's for the bathtub, like when you take a bath, you fill it up with water, and like pink foam like shoots out the top. Um, the kids decided that they were going to use one of them in the bath, but uh, one of them in the kitchen. Right. So like for pink a potion, foam water. Eh, I'm with uh, you. So I hate yeah. water. Yeah. Water. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-in Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Chapter 1. Wafer welcomes you to the neighborhood. Our hero, Titus Burgess, ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the neighborhood, she said, where Wafer helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trinsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus. Hmm? You're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love chapter two. Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home. I got I to gotta bring this up to you because I saw this and I thought it was right up your alley. Okay. Because people think Nicole, they think beautiful. Oh. They think talented. Oh, yeah. They think party girl. Tell me more. <laughs> they think crazy mom. They yes. think a lot of things. Yeah. 
But I got to ask you, because you seem like the type that you're, and you're also a busy buddy. You like, you're, I look on your social media, follow Nicole, by the way, follow me at Rich Davis, but follow at Mashup Nicole. I feel like you're always hobnobbing, going out. There's well, you would be too if you, still or, li- if you still lived in the city or a city, you would. Living in a city, it's easy, it's your, it's easy to hobnob more. Right, it, it is your playground, but I'm like, Hey, they're at the bar watching the game with the kids. Of course. Then, they're this, then they're at this like annual party with these friends. Then they're here. Then they're in Mexico. Then they're in the Outer Banks. Then they're here. You are like the, you are an, you're a mom that keeps your shit occupied. You know, I do. You know, I do. So I want to talk about kids' birthday parties because I feel okay. like you have had your fair share. In fact, I was at your daughter's first birthday party because yeah. I was still living in New York at the time. Which was probably the single hand most absurd thing I've ever done in my life, that birthday party. And and you're going to tie into this because I imagine you are an expert at kids' birthday parties. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. saw a post on Facebook that was like, oh, I need Nicole's take on this. A guy was throwing a birthday party with his wife Yeah. for their five-year-old. And the, him and his wife had a Big disagreement. And I feel like I know where you're going to lean on this one. Yeah. But the question is, a five-year-old's birthday party, does alcohol need to be provided for the adults? I mean, alcohol was at my kid's fifth birthday, so. And it was in the park. You had an open bar your kid's first birthday. Okay. That was more of, we had it at a nice restaurant because we were friends with the owner. So they gave us like a really nice area downstairs. And they were our friends. And I was like, you know what? Let's have like a bash. This isn't even about her first birthday because she's not going to remember it. But like, this is about us and our first kid and getting through the first year of her life. We kept her alive for one whole year. That's deserving of open bar. I mean, thousands of dollars we spent on that birthday party. It was completely fiscally irresponsible. Now, the reality is you look at the feedback on this Facebook post and I'm, I'm reading some of them now. Hey, Seuss. No brainer. What kind of lame ass kids party has no drinks for the grown adults? Yeah. Lynn chimes in with a why parents can't go four hours with booze in it. No kids party. No drinks. No, but it makes it because like until you're able to drop off, if you if you have to go there and sit, it's kind of a nice like way to like pass the time. And like otherwise you're standing there socially awkward trying to make conversation with the other parents and you have a drink or two. It's kind of like. Makes you feel like you didn't waste your time just sitting at a birthday party waiting for the kid to be done. This guy, Ray, says, fuck yeah, I had a keg at my kid's birthday party. I'm all for that. I'm all for that. You know. Do you know what's funny? Really quickly. For Keegan's fifth, because he kind of got screwed. Like, Parker had one through five, like, huge birthday parties. But, you know, he was in the pandemic, like, young in the pandemic. So he lost, really, the last two years. But we had one for his fifth birthday in September. We just did it at the park. I hired some people to come, you know, dance and do balloon animals and face painting and stuff. And we were like, you know, we don't need like a bunch of booze. Let's try to like save a little money. But Matt couldn't help but bring like um, like a little like Yeti bag filled with a bunch of IPAs. Then all of a sudden, like a couple parents were like, oh, hey, can I grab one? Oh, hey. And meanwhile, he had to run out to like the bodega or like the deli and grab a couple like six packs because people were feeling it. We're not the only one. People, people like that. I feel like, the, like there's a bigger percentage of adults that would choose. I would love to have a drink at a kid's birthday party than not. It, I'm not talking about a dry wedding. Have you ever been invited? No, to no, I've never been. And I don't think I'd be friends with anyone who would have a dry wedding. Like all right, dry wedding is absurd. Who wants to dance and celebrate and, and just not have a cocktail? Wants to do the electric slide sober. I feel you on that. Right. Now, I will say though, there is a, there is a, narrative where it's like all right so you got a bunch of parents right. sitting around all drinking and then they're going to go drive all these kids home well for me i'm in new york city so that's not an issue but i understand what you're saying and yeah, i so th- 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 it's not a, it's not a plain and simple like okay you, know, fine. you gotta think there's there's people that are a little more conservative perhaps religious there's different angles where i get it i respect it but I feel like no one's asking you to get blacked out at a kid's birthday party. But it's like when you go out to dinner, don't you have a glass or two of wine or a beer or two? It's the same thing. You can drive Some after people. that. I, this might sound preposterous to you since you come from a naked family and a, probably a party family, too. Yes. And don't, wait, um, no, now people are going to think it's weird. I just my parent. Uh, I, no, I don't want to go into this whole explanation. But yes, <laughs> we're not we're not walking around like nudists. But like, if we're changing, I'm not like, oh, don't look. It's like, whatever. I got you. I, I, I will say, though, that there are people. Now, mm. this sounds crazy. 
I know people close to me that are like, I've never seen my parents drink. Some what? people in some cultures, in some conservative backgrounds, like, yo, it. my dad would, oh, my parents would drink in front of me, but I didn't know my dad smoked weed until I was an adult. He hid Ditto. that. Some people smoked weed in front of their kids. No, my, my parents drank, but I did not know anyone smoked pot until I like was in college. Like my mom finally. Does, I mean, I feel like your kids, are, I saw in your kid's playroom next to the candy land and there was a bong. No, that's not true. That is not true. The bong is in the bedroom. Okay. Okay. But what I'm saying, like you, you got it. You, you know, you're, you're so plain and simple here. Cause I agree with you. I'm, I'm all about, it. we've had kids, birthday parties, alcohol for sure. There's parents as adults, you provide them with the op- option to, Hey, would you like a cocktail? It's called being a right. good host, but totally. to ignore culturally and wherever you are in the country, different conservative people might say, yeah, we're at a kid's, you have a jumpy jump. You rented a, a bounce house. We're having a barbecue. Wait, it's a kid's party. It's little Jeffrey's birthday. You need alcohol for the three hours you're here. Oh my, what three are you, hours? Alcoholic? I'm not going to a kid's birthday party for three hours. Usually they're like an hour and a half in and you out. You can't not drink for an hour and a half. No, it's not that I can't not drink. I just don't choose to be at a children's birthday party for three hours watching them play. What's fun about that for me? It's not fun. Booze it up is what you're saying? No, and I'm not, I hate you. I'm not saying that you have to have booze. I mean, if you choose not to, cool for you. No, no, you know for a fact that if Parker was invited to a birthday party or Keegan, where you had to stick around because they're not old enough. If Keegan was invited to someone's birthday party, yo, bro, dude. Yo, dude. And your little bro dude was going to a, a five, six year old birthday party. And you're like, oh, we're going to be sitting at this person's in their backyard or going to the little uh, jumpy jump place. If they were like, oh, Nicole, now we're not providing alcohol. You'd be like, yo, Matt, can you believe they didn't fucking have alcohol? No. <laughs> you would absolutely say that. I'm not fucking judging every birthday party that I go to. I just, I'm pleasantly surprised when it's there for me. And also, this is another thing. It's not just the booze. If, like, I want to be fed too. Like, and I'll have a little bit of a pizza, but I always appreciate if they have some like adult things, like maybe a crudite or like little sandwiches. When they have, when they go the extra mile and get an extra little thing, I'm not saying anything extravagant or expensive. It's nice that the, the parents are thought of. Why are you laughing at me? I don't I'm think laughing these are. Nicole, Nicole's like, Matt, not only did they not have fucking booze, they didn't even have a charcuterie board. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted some gabagool. Uh, gabagool. No, I wanted it's, some prosciutto. I just, I'm always like, yeah, I'm, it's more like I'm not looking down on the people who don't. Matt, but they I'm, did not have any burrata or fresh mozzarella. Uh, mozzarella. <laughs> but I'm pleasantly surprised. And maybe an extra little, right. oh yeah. I have, a, I have a compromise. Do. I have a compromise. Kids birthday party. Can we agree on this and we'll move on? Okay. Uh, alcohol it, it should be there, but if you're conservative and you don't, I get it. But- can we say that seltzers, beer, or wine? I don't think you need to be breaking out the hard booze. No, I agree. At a kids no, party, right? No, like, no. I think you'd be like, hey, in the cooler, we we have some uh, some white claws. We got some, we we have Perfect. some white wine. We have a, a beer, but I don't think you should be like, hey, who wants a whiskey sour? And no, birthday no. party. Oh, great! I completely okay. agree with you. Fair I enough. We went. We we compromise. We're good. I love it. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge, with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive, or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-in Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Chapter 1, Wayfair welcomes you to the neighborhood. Our hero, Titus Burgess, ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the neighborhood," she said, where Wayfair helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trinsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus, hmm? you're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love Chapter 2. Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home. They have a new Subway sandwich, like yeah. on Subway. And it's a, I think it's a new Italian sandwich, but they're calling it the Capicola with mozzarella sandwich. Meanwhile, like if you're Italian or on the East Coast, that's Gabagool and mozzarella. So like hearing like the official, like 
Hey, it's a capicola and yeah. mozzarella. Like it takes away the whole idea of having well, an Italian sandwich. You know the what's the band that sings begging, begging you? Monaskin. Okay, Monaskin. So we had them on, and they're like barely speak English because they're from Italy. So we did a whole game with them where like we said like some like reading off an Italian uh, menu like at a restaurant. Oh, that's great. And like I was like, um, what's this? Like uh, something with like ricotta, and they were like, what? Because it's regot. It's not ricotta. They were like ricotta. They were like, "What? We don't even know what you're saying. We don't even know what that is." What is ricotta? What yeah. is ricotta? Um, um, okay, let's. My, let's my, talk. my mother-in-law calls it Italian food. That's how she's from. Apollo Creed. All right, uh, Nicole. It is time. Every week we do this. We try to top each other's story of the week. Mm. Yeah. Give me your. Give me your top. That the inconvenience, the the uh. hassles, the struggles. Of Nicole Ryan's life. What is your hassle half of the week? So the kids both get homework packets, even in kindergarten. <laughs> they get a homework packet like at the beginning, like on a Monday, and then they have to turn it in the next Monday. I gotta right? ask you a question before you get into this. I just realized we we uh we passed St. Patty's Day and you are a uh, you're Mrs. Ryan, Matt Ryan, yeah. very Irish. Yeah. Parker's name is Parker Ireland and Keegan's name is Keegan Patrick. Yeah, I mean, you're doesn't get more Irish than that. Pretty Irish. Are you forced to stomach corned beef and cabbage? It's one of my favorite meals on the planet. Are you kidding me? Then you've never had good corned beef and cabbage. You know, I probably haven't. I honestly love corned beef. Oh, an Irish soda bread. Irish people are not known for their cuisine. No, but corned beef and cabbage, that's my jam. Did, uh, did you have a green beard? Did you have a green bagel? No. Well, I didn't have a lot of green stuff. I still have my nails are green from last week. I gotta go get oh, cool. Uh, one last question, and then I'll let you get into your uh, top that. But I just figure you're very you're, you married into Irish. Yeah, I'm the least Irish human being alive, yeah. though. Your kids, I, I never know what my daughter believes or not because she's at that age, right? Oh, of course, the, of course, the big ones you, you keep a secret for a while, right? Yeah. But I, th- she was like, I'm going to school today. We're trying to catch a leprechaun. Oh, yeah, you make leprechaun traps sometimes. And I was like, oh, what a cool thing that we didn't do when we were kids. Like, you know, of course, like Elf on the Shelf. There's things that we didn't have mm-hmm. that our kids have. And I, I do think it's kind of cool that they make leprechaun traps. They clearly don't catch one, but the leprechaun leaves them candy. Oh, of course. And usually some uh, leprechaun prints, like footprints. I, thought, I was like, yo. Yeah. No joke. Pretty fucking cool. It is pretty cool. I, I, you know, St. Patty's Day was always a fun party holiday. And, yeah. you know, the fun fact, St. Patty's Day was actually originally a dry holiday. How funny. Um, it was a religious dry holiday. Lame. I oh, know. my God. They have what? no charcuterie or vodka. What is, <laughs> this is a terrible party. Matt, can you believe they did not have whiskey? Uh, they didn't have Irish car bombs. <laughs> um, I hate you. Okay. So listen. Right, go on. Top that. So, Let's go. They get these packets and like I'll usually have them do like one or two pages a day. It's not a lot. Parker usually comes in like the goody two shoes that she is and busts it out and like finishes it in like a day or two. And then, you know, it goes back in their folder. You put it in your bag and then the the teachers take it. So last week, I don't know what happened. This house is a fucking tornado hurricane at all times. But like her homework is missing. It's gone. I'm like, well, where did you put it? It always goes back in the folder. But like where they do their homework, they're also doing slime and coloring pictures. Who the fuck knows? I mean, I, I, I might have thrown it out, but it's her job. It's her responsibility to put it back. And like, I'm not doing her homework. She did her homework. So where the fuck did it go, Parker? When you're living the mom life or dad life, it's like a game you play with yourself sometimes where you're like, it has to be somewhere. Yeah. It could be. It has it to be. be. It could be. I don't know. Your watch, the car keys, the remote are the common ones. But it could be like you're thinking it has to be somewhere unless it was thrown in the garbage, which right. I don't think it was. It is especially you. You're in an apartment in New York City. Right. It's a big Where apartment. Can can't be still. far. Can't be far. Can't be far. Where's your fucking homework? So she's freaking out about it. I was like, honey, I'll, you had and she finished it, too. So I was like, it's not a big deal. I'll email your teachers and you'll be good to go. OK, it's not a big deal. So um, she goes to school. She's all worried. I forget to email the teachers and I pick her. I pick her up later. And one of the teachers kind of eyes me like a little like not like a dirty look. I maybe was reading into it, but kind of like looks at me weird. And I was like, all right, maybe she's just having maybe she was like looking beyond. Like maybe she's looking at someone else. Maybe it wasn't even me. So we were walking home and all of a sudden I was like, all right, so what happened with your homework? I, I forgot to email them, but no big deal. She goes, oh, I just told them that you um, you've lost it or threw it out. I was like, you told your teachers that I lost it or threw it out? I said, it's not, but what? No, you you take the bullet for your kid. 
No, 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 no. I, I would usually take the bullet for any, but that is her fucking homework. And she just threw me under the bus. You should have said, we, I lost it. You, I didn't lose your homework. So I am like livid now. And she is arguing to like the death that she did not, that is, I'm the mom, that I am the one who should what's, know what's where your, the homework what's, what's is. What's her teacher's name? Ms. Melissa and Ms. Um, Ms. Melissa and Ms. Danielle. Ms. Melissa, Ms. Danielle, yeah, it's me, Parker. My mom was drinking a lot. Uh, I like, and, that's and why I'm I felt- pretty sure when her, and, when her and my daddy were, were like drinking, I, they were smoking something out of this I big glass thing. And I, I promise you, she left my homework. I, I'm, I'm team Parker. Throw no. you under the bus. You're forgetful. I love it. Okay, but it's it is this is like about responsibility. It's your homework and it's everything, and they can't they can't find pieces to to games. Everything's missing. It's not me. You have your it's yours. You you keep it. Anyway, about this, how do you feel about this? You lose one too many pieces to a game. I'm throwing it out. Oh yeah, no, Matt does that all the time. Hey, Matt does that oh, all the time. Yo, yo, break! Don't break the ice. Well, you lost four pieces. Yeah, can't it's play. Out. You want to play shoes and ladders? You got none of the people to go up the shoot up the ladders or down the chutes. Sorry, game Sorry, out. You're out. Um, no, so I get I'm like kind of livid because like I like her teachers and like I want them to like me and I want them to kind of think I'm cool. And now I'm sitting and I was like, oh, I'm gonna email them. So I wrote them an email to be like, she's a liar. <laughs> I wrote a no good kid. <laughs> All right. Can you I read, the email? Back. read the email you sent them. Okay. Oh, okay. No. So I wrote. Um, here we go. Just wanted to let you know that I did not lose Parker's homework. She did it at the beginning of the week and left it on the table where they do their work instead of putting it back in her folder. I'm sorry. Nice of her to throw me under the bus, though. And they were laughing and they said that is hilarious. She was quite quick to throw you under the bus. Well, she's um, at an age where it's still cute, but it, it is it is noteworthy for you to remember how quick she is to blame you. Right? And like, not that like we were keeping a secret, but like it felt like she snitched. Like snitches get stitches. Like, like yeah, I'll take a bullet for you, but like she needs to like, come on, dude. She just was like, that was my mom. My mom threw it out or lost it and made me look irresponsible. She should have blamed like the cleaning person, but then totally. she would have looked pretentious. Like my cleaning lady. Or my I'm nanny, my it. nanny. My nanny must have tossed it. It must be my irresponsible nanny. Who's what happened to my dog eat my homework? You, you know, blame uh, me? Irresponsible parent moments reminds me of something that you, you'll get a kick out of this because you know my mom is just, she's <sighs> flighty. She's lovable and amazing, but she's, you know, she's flighty and forgetful. And, you know, you know my mom, Marianne, <laughs> who, by the way, is, uh, there's a sex move, sex move named after her, Mar the Marianne. You yeah. Oh, that? the Marianne. Yeah. Um, so when I was in college, now you could say, well, how come you weren't paying your own stuff? I was a college kid and I was on like the family car insurance plan. Yeah. And, you know, I was a kid. So I was like, you know, probably a little added thing. I went to college. I was being a good kid. My mom was always like, don't worry. Like we, your car insurance is part of the family plan plan. I paid it. I was up in Syracuse and I got in a little fender bender. Yeah. And the cops came They're like, sir, this car is uninsured. And I was about to get like arrested. <laughs> I, was like, I remember calling my mom on my flip star tech phone. Oh, that's amazing. So like, you know, make sure you're not forgetful for those things in the future. No, no. But like I, the fact that she was like, ah, oh, you did it. I just told him you did it. It was just like, I, I saw red. I don't, I don't know why I was like, I was furious. Oh, you know, speaking of red, I don't want to be all over the place, but you know me. Yeah, you are. You have ADD. Maybe maybe next week or the week after we do a review of the movie that everyone seems to have a problem with or love, Red Panda. What? Red Panda, I loved it. Oh, you did. Apparently, like some people think it's too mature and too adult. It is a little mature because it's sort of dealing with coming of age and like you're um, having she your turn get, into a panda when she gets her period. No, yeah, getting your period is um, insinuated. And they do say like there is like one moment where her mom tries like embarrasses her and she like brings her pads, but like it's like Parker that went over Parker's head for a kid that that was like the adult humor. Okay, so it'll go over the little. I haven't watched it yet, but it'll go over little kids' heads. I thought it was awesome. I loved it. Okay, I loved cool. That movie. All right, there you go. There's your review. We don't need to do it another time. Done. There you go. All right. Um, top, top that, yo. All right, here we go, yo. All right, bro. All right, yo. Dude. Top that, yo. All right, broski. <laughs> so <laughs> I fly to Hotlanta. Mm. Welcome to Atlanta Remix. Um, I'm in Atlanta. Welcome to while. Atlanta where the players play. Isn't that, isn't that the beginning yeah. of it? Yeah. Okay. I like the Welcome to Atlanta Coast to Coast Remix. Download that bad boy. Um, so I go to Atlanta and 
you're going to laugh at me because we were there for my friend's wedding. My friend Jeanette got married. Love her. Congratulations. Now, because of the times of the flights, and I'll be honest, the prices, I flew Spirit Airlines. That's that's a desperate move. And I've done it. You got to do it sometimes. It was like, hey, United, Delta, $800 round trip, Spirit. One forty nine plus so like me sixty yeah. dollar bag, and I was like, "Babe, we're flying Spirit." Now I don't care. I'm not pretentious. Yeah. I don't need to fly first class on no. a beautiful plane. I, whatever, Agreed. five hours with no kids, I'll fly on Soul Plane. Yeah. Like <laughs> no kids, I'll put me I'll, in a cargo with some sheep. I'll like, be the I'll be the girl. The um, what did she say in Bridesmaids? When she was like, there's a woman in, in like a, old, like colonial garb churning butter on the, on the, I'll be that girl. I'll be the colonial woman I, on the know, wing. No, no kids. I will honestly be put me in cargo with some uh, livestock. Uh, no kids. I was like, fine, this is easy. I'll download a few shows. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. The seats suck. There's no entertainment. They're like, hey, would you like a water? We're charging you for that. It sucks. Yeah, but hey, yeah, I yeah. get it. It's a, it's a, it's air. They got me from A to B safely. Yes. They're just a no frills airline. If you've never right. flown Spirit, yeah. that's why it's cheap. No frills, right? It's like, it's like taking a bus versus driving your own car. Now, behind me, mm. I want to just, I have to paint the picture. Paint the picture. I have to paint the picture briefly. Give me a paintbrush. I'm gonna be like Bob Ross. Okay, here you go. Pretty Bob little Ross. trees. There- little trees. Yeah. Pretty little so, accidents. Maybe I'm, in our world, maybe in our world, there's a little, a little bush over here. I, uh, I got to paint a picture. We are at this wedding in a quaint little town in Georgia, north of Atlanta called Dahlonega. In fact, there's a country song. Some artist sings about like her little fun time in Dahlonega. So it's like a quaint little, you know, those towns, very upstate New York, Nicole, right? You know, it's like a yep. lot of little village shops and like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the bar yeah. and like, yeah, it's like a beautiful yeah. little town, Dahlonega, Georgia. You know, when you book an early flight, it always looks better when you book it. And then when you get to that day, you're like, why do we book the early flight? Yes, I, we do that every time. No, Matt does that. Matt books the early flight every no, Nicole, time. We're going to book the 5 a.m. Fl- the 530 flight out of JFK. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, sure. And then you realize, oh, wait, that means we need to wake up. At- we woke the kids at 4 a.m. to go to Mexico. I was like, fuck my life. So my wife and I are an hour and a half north of Atlanta. We have a six something a.m. flight. So keep in mind, partying with my friends at a wedding until one or two in the morning, leaving for the airport at 3 a.m. Oh, Sarah, you don't go to sleep. Then. Her coffee. We have a few hours. Get to the airport. Atlanta's airport shuttle bus, shuttle train. There's a it's uh, drop off the rental car. It was a nightmare. I get on the plane like, all right, I have a five hour flight to L.A. I, I can never sleep on planes, but I think I can because I'm that exhausted. Yeah, I can. I smell the air and I fall asleep. Put my AirPods in. Not even listening to music. I just did it for the noise canceling. I'm like, oh, God. Right. Yeah. Sometimes, dude, next time you need to fall asleep, go into like, put on like um, either an ocean sound or like meditation music. It'll lull you right to sleep. Not this flight. Because behind me, a mom and a dad and three kids. <laughs> Three seats. Let me let me map this out for you. Use your imagination. Follow me now. Mom on the window, dad in the aisle. Oh. Each have a kid on their lap and a kid in the middle seat. Five people, three little people, little humans, two adults. The whole time kicking my fucking chair, which, by the way, are as thin as a styrofoam plate on spirit. So every little kick, I'm like, ah. Yeah. And the parents like aren't stopping them bro. going like, Billy, don't yo, kick bro, the seat front of you. Bro, yo, bro. Let me tell, yeah, let dude. Me tell you. I got to talk about Keegan for you. Yeah. The whole time. No, I'm not even. I'm, I wish I was exaggerating. I turned to Sarah and my wife, you know, Sarah's just so nice. She's like, babe, they're maybe. They're struggling. You, you know, we have kids and like no one. <laughs> Why no, no, is she like Mother like, Teresa? Like, babe, you, were, you, were you born a responsible adult? You were a kid once too. Give her a break. Like, they, like, babe, like Sarah, enough of your fucking nice routine. I didn't see them break out a bottle. of right, To try to fix it. Yeah. iPad, a baggie of Cheerios or Cheez-Its. Yo, they just let it happen. And I tell you, they were like, fucking. No and care in the world. I didn't say anything. 
being that we are the host of a parenting podcast and we have empathy, empathy and sympathy. Yeah. But my wife, too kind. Once again, Nicole, it's just a message to parents. I get it. You travel. Kids are going to act up in the supermarket. We're, we all get it. Yeah. We understand. But when my kids have a problem, because they act up like everyone else's kids. Try. Act by. like you're trying. Passie. Bottle. Juice box. Cheez-Its. Hug. iPad. Stand up. Headphones. Change a diaper. Like, when I tell you they did nothing where I, I almost, I didn't say anything because, you know, I get it. Parents. We have to stick together in these moments. But they did nothing. Did you want desperately like in last week's episode to like take like a cupcake and smash it in their face? No, what I wanted, little- I, I wanted to turn around and say, I have two kids, so I get it. But, but do something. Okay, that would have been, I thought, yeah. I- do something. Yo, if you hear a kid crying, Nicole. Not one time did they, have you done this move? Walking up and down the aisle on the plane. Yes, the yes. Pat, 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 pat. Oh, calm down, buddy. Calm down, buddy. Here's a passy. Here's a bottle. Calm down. Get your okay. Shake, shake, shake. Yo, I tell you, they were just like, you ever see the woman in the supermarket, the shitty mom or dad, that their kids flopping and flailing on the floor and they're just yeah. like, whatever. No well, they've surrendered. They've given up. They've waved the white flag. Like I quit. I, I know that feeling, but I, I would never surrender in, oh. in that environment. There you go. Deep breath. <sighs> You get what, you know what I'm you saying, right? Like this, this. Yes, yes. You know what you could have done. And the parent, you know what it's like in anything. It's like relationships work. If you see the person putting in the effort, you can't get mad. You know what you could have done. You could have like sometimes, like I, the, I mean, have like a Mary Poppins bag. Oh, just taking like, a picture rant. of them, and then when they say, "What are you doing?" I'm be like, "Oh, I'm taking a picture of the worst parents." <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but like sometimes, like I look in my bag and like I have like a random thing of play doh or like a crayon or like a little car, like to make it like we like to urge them passive aggressively to try. Maybe like. Hey, have you tried this? Like you give them something to try. I had Sarah say, hey, maybe do this. Then maybe they would have been like, oh, we should try. Oh, I have an idea. I could have been like, here. They're like, why are you handing me condoms? Because you don't need more of these. <laughs> oh, Richard, I love you so very, very much. And I love that. Um, obviously, we do this on Zoom every week. I love that your background is not just a, a scene of the beach. The wind is blowing in the palm tree and I see the waves crashing on the sand. It's really lovely. Well, I have a different setup this week because yeah. my Sirius XM Pandora laptop exploded. Fun. And the people on IT did you try restarting it? <laughs> I was like, it blew up. The battery bulged oh. and exploded. And I'm oh. like, yeah, I, I, I'm on like three channels and I do a great podcast every week. And they're like, we put a ticket in. I'm like, that's great. Fuck all. your ticket. Oh, so, so if you're wondering why I'm on a different setup this week, yeah. it's because the urgency level, not high. Okay. So I need one more minute. I need one more. All right. I'm going to give you a little timer. Thank you. And on the count of three. Okay. You're all good. One, two, three, go. Okay. So not only is Keegan an issue because of his duding and yoing and are you serious and broing, but like, he forget urgency. No kid has urgency. Does he but greet he, you with a bro hug now where he gives you like a handshake <laughs> into a half hug? Like, yo, what's he up, pats ma? me on the back. No, but like he it's time for him to like put on his own clothes, right? You're fine. There's certain clothes. I'll help you. But like he's still just because of the no urgency. It's like I have to put them on. I'm starting to put them on. There's, trying nothing, to, there's nothing more fun than watching a kid try to get an inside out shirt right side. Oh, yeah. I'm, his head, and, I'm like, oh, keep going. I want to see you do this. His head is in the arm. Like it's all over the place. But this is not the issue. When I finally do go to help, which he should be feeling lucky as fuck that I am there to help him when he should be doing this on his own already. He lays like a dead body. It's like, you know, when like someone is dead weight, he doesn't even help. He doesn't help to push into the shoe. He doesn't push his arm through when I'm trying to get something over. He literally tries to make it as difficult as possible. And, and it makes me want to murder him. That is annoying. My kids are good. I, from their time, they were babies. I trained them. I honestly, I, since they were little kids, I always go punch it, kick it. That's my way of being like through the arm. Something. Anything. But yo, Keegan, you're six. Punch it. Kick it. Come on. He's five or six. 
he's five he'll be six in september but like it's just very annoying and like and if you leave him to do it himself he just drags ass so you're just like i'll do it but then he like makes oh. it so much harder anyways I just, if we ever go on a family vacation in like 10 years if i find keegan making out with my daughter i'm gonna slap you you know that's gonna happen that kid's gonna fucking slay it Stop. all right you ready you ready for she's your gonna, minute she's gonna make sure to stay away from matt ryan types <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna be into that dude all right ready uh, three he, two one daddy's such a dude <laughs> He's so <sighs> handsome. Three, two, one. Blast off. All right. This is just a message for the parents. I oh, love to God. give lessons. You know me. I'm like a teacher. Yes. Well, I would break out a PowerPoint, but I only have a minute. Um, let grandma have her fun. That's my message this week. Because when grandma and grandpa are in town and family members, it could be your aunt or uncle or your, your siblings are there, you know, their aunt and uncle. If they ignore you, that's a good thing, to be honest, because that means they, they are creating bonds with their Wait, family. did the kids ignore you or the, yeah. the grandparents? Yeah, no. Uh, my, my story is every Tuesday after school, my daughter, daddy, it's Tuesday. You know what that means, Emmy? Ice cream day. We go Baskin Robbins again, an overpriced $5 one scoop of ice cream. But, I saw your, your video on Instagram. But they put it in a, in, a, in a cup that looks like a dolphin and there's nice. a dolphin tail chocolate thing. So I was like, Emmy, you know what day it is? He's like, I'm going to go to the park with, with Gigi, with grandma, no ice cream. Bye. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, no, let her. Then she said, I want to get ice cream with grandma and grandpa instead. Oh, knife in the heart. And I was like, "Mm." fuck you, Gigi. (laughs) All right. Well, there you have it. That's it. Oh, rich. This fed my soul today. This fed my soul. Yeah, um, yeah. Dude, spread the word. Have motherfucking kids, they said. It'll motherfucking be fun, they said. Please go subscribe if you have not. Rate us five stars. You can get us wherever you get your podcasts. Um, the SiriusXM app. Oh, sorry, the SXM app. Spotify, Stitcher, Apple. Wherever, dude. I'm sure there's a bunch of other places that I don't know about. As the old phrase goes... Spread the word and spread some cheeks. All right. Um, you could uh, you could find it anywhere, like Nicole said. Rate us five stars. Uh, you could catch me. I do a daily podcast with Kavino. Kavino and Rich. I'm on Fox Sports. I'm on The Pulse. It's one. Pop 2K. Everywhere. He's actually standing right behind you right now. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's me, Rich. Oh. Uh, we appreciate our producer, Chris. And uh, yeah, drop new episodes every single Thursday. Have kids, they said. It'll be fun, they said. Is a serious XM production. Serious XM Podcasts. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures, contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Chapter 1. Wayfair welcomes you to the neighborhood. Our hero, Titus Burgess, ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the neighborhood," she said, where Wafer helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trendsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus, hmm? you're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love Chapter 2. Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home.